Hello, Internet peeps. Welcome. Um, you may have seen there's only two of us right now. Uh, that's because we fired Zach. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Zach, Zach got called out of town. I don't know if anyone know, outside of the show knows this, but he pilots those big old cargo containers. And I guess his got hung up somewhere in Egypt or something. That's all I know. Yeah, but uh, we don't know when he's coming back. So we decided we're going to still stick with the Batman uh, and we're going to we, we decided to watch Batman the Killing Joke the animated one uh, and if you you know if you're into the book uh, kind of similar I guess um, yeah mostly um, this is episode 143 of Big Trouble Podcast I'm Joe Dubs I'm Andy and uh, like I said we're going to be doing Batman the Killing Joke but before we get into that Andy what the hell you been watching playing or doing I uh, played a bunch more Earthbound. I've been streaming that, so some people already knew that, I guess. I'm streaming over at twitch.tv slash the cliche mustache. Today I also played Earthworm Jim, which I thought was funny because both games start with Earth, but whatever. Um, that game is way harder than I remember, Earthworm Jim. And uh, I watched American Psycho. I love that movie. <laughs> uh, and I got a subscription to... HBO Max yesterday solely so I could watch Godzilla versus Kong. Play. I can't speak. Uh, it's so fun. The movie is so fun. I loved it. It's it's a really great time. I laughed out loud and clapped alone in my living room. I laughed out loud and clapped several times. I was like, I know what that is. That's awesome. Just like a complete idiot. That... Uh, man, it was it was a good old time. Uh, I recommend that movie. Um, uh, and since I have HBO Max, I also watched. The South Park quarantine or a vaccine special. I mean to say, it's also hilarious. It's like an hour long special, and it's it deals solely with getting vaccines. So it was really funny. So I, and I, sorry to interrupt you. I have to ask: Is HBO Max worth it? I guess fifteen dollars is like. I I guess it is. I guess it is worth it because I was looking around on there, and not only that, but they also have like a bunch of the Adult Swim stuff. Like they took Rick and Morty and a few other things off of other stuff. And mm -hmm. put it over there. It's got all the Studio Ghibli movies, which alone is really hard to like find on a streaming service. Uh, I, I was gonna say I've been watching Close Enough, which is an animated show exclusive to HBO Max. I love it. It's got, I mean, it's and it's also got like you know I have a, a subscription to the Criterion Channel, but over at HBO Max they also have stuff like Solaris and Citizen Kane and like Hoity Toity art house stuff so they, they got they got it all i mean hbo max really is the the full package i i i don't plan to keep it after this month but i don't know i i might i might change my mind on that i really do like it if top gun is going to be on there top gun 2 i'm probably going to keep it yeah that's that's one of the main reasons i was like uh, hbo max is a great deal because i would have spent 15 dollars going to the movie theater to see godzilla vs kong anyway so yeah so uh, I, we'll talk about it later. I, I, don't, I don't know if you want to talk about it now because me and my friend had like a conversation. It's like, is this going to be the thing now? Is it going to be the like limited theaters and HBO Max as like the, the plan going forward? You think uh, for some for some producers, it is at least for the time being. Hmm. I, I don't know if it'll stick. I hope it does, though. I like this. I mean, there's still some movies I'd rather like. If there's a new comic book movie I want to see, still kind of want to see that in theaters. New like big sci-fi action movie, I still want to see that in theaters. Which you'd think Godzilla vs Kong qualified for that, but it just it wasn't convenient yet. I don't have a lot of friends who can go, so I, it was I, nice. I still think they should make it a spectacle now, 
that you know like if you're going to the theaters like you get like some type of i don't know what feature they would do to make it like oh man i want to go to the theater for that instead of my home you know what i mean because yeah. a lot of I, I told my friend i said this is going to probably make hollywood a lot of money because it's going to be like the the mass majority who go i'm just going to wait for blu-ray they could watch it on hbo max now so yeah I, I still think, like, a new Star Wars, a new Avatar, a new Avengers, that's all still going to be, you got to go to the theater for that. They're not they're not doing digital for that. I guess I also played some more Mario. Mario's dead now, so I had to play some Mario stuff before he died, March 31st. <laughs> I ended up getting one of these, uh, one of these, uh, the the Mario 35th, the little little things with the Mario guy on it. It's a lot of fun. Been playing that. I guess Mario thirty five is dead now. I didn't try to play it today, but I I guess I guess it's gone. I don't know. Uh, it went into the Nintendo Vault. Nintendo wants to be Disney now. That's what Twitter said. Twitter said R I P Mario. That's it. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Mario's dead. They buried him. <laughs> uh so anything else? Have you watched anything else or played anything else or read anything else? Uh, uh well uh, well uh, no we'll talk about it here in a minute. I read I read the killing joke after we watched it. Actually I got breaking news everybody. Breaking news. Zach said he'll be home tomorrow. So re- resuming back to Batman Returns next week. <laughs> so Batman Forever next ba- week. Batman Forever, my bad. We did returns. Uh, Batman will return with Batman Forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, what did I do? What did I do? Um, I played more NHL. Um, I I actually got PS Now for a dollar this month. I don't know if you noticed uh, they were doing a deal in March. You get it for a dollar, uh, and then every month is like nine ninety nine. Uh. My internet does it pretty well. I can tell there's definitely input lag when I'm streaming on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this... Remember when all the stores were getting closed? I think this is what they're going to be aiming for. I think they're going to turn PS Now into what Game Pass is, is, is and they're going to compete with Game Pass and probably have PS3 and Vita stuff in their PS Now store or whatever, or lineup. Um, I played I played Greg's Hastings Paintball. Do you remember that game? Oh yeah, on the Xbox or the 360. I can't remember. It was also on PS3, so I played the PS3 uh, version on uh, my PS5. Uh, it's it, it's interesting. I definitely didn't play fighting games because I tried to play a Sonic game. Fucking the lag was way too much. Like I was not hitting my jumps really well because so it's the not end. it's not worth it or like. You have to have really good internet, mm-hmm. and and I, I again streaming games is not good for precise gaming. Like, uh, it's good for some first person shooters, for like fighters and Sonic, where you have to get those exact jumps and and stuff. It's just not good for it. Uh, so I was messing around with that last night. I played Sonic CD for a little bit and. <laughs> got past the two levels um what else did i do oh i played valorant i got drunk really bad one night and i had hot pockets and i fell asleep near my toilet so there goes 
<laughs> there goes one of my nights. Um, but other than that, I mean, I watched a Killing Joke. That's about it. And hockey. And I'm gearing up for baseball, so I've been watching. Yeah, when's when's opening day? It's here shortly, it, right? It's already starting April first. So, uh, the Mets, I believe, play tomorrow, and I think the Yankees played today against the Blue Jays. So, other than that, that's all I've been doing. Um, let's get into it. The Killing Joke. So, I never read the book. Um, I've I've always heard stories about this that uh, it's really dark. But I like I know Gotham is dark. I know Batman is a little like on the dark, uh, storytelling. But by God, does this fucking storyline of Joker and Barbara Gordon and Jim Gordon and Batman is so fucking dark in this film? Uh. It's crazy. Uh, I I really want to get off the the bat with the the bat. Get it? <laughs> mm. Uh, what do you think of like the beginning part? Do you think that could have been either shortened or maybe cut a little bit? Yeah, the whole stuff with the the, the crime lord's nephew and him flirting with Batgirl and all that stuff. That's not in the comic, as far as I know, unless it's in another comic that leads into. The Killing Joke, because I've only read the standalone story that is The Killing Joke, and it basically starts when Joker turns up at Jim Gordon's place with a gun and kidnaps him after he shoots Barbara. That, like that's that's the beginning of the ki- Killing Joke, and in the animated thing, it's like past the halfway point. Yeah. So they had to add a lot because I mean the the book itself is like it's a real short story. It's really thin. I mean, if you're listening to this to us, you just gotta take my word for it. But if you're watching, you can see it's it's thin as far as trades go. It's it's a pretty short story, though it like has earth shaking consequences for the Batman lore, ma. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like they build up this this uh, nephew because like the crime lord. I guess they're a mob, right? They're Italian, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The uh, big crime lord mobster and his nephew are doing a job on a tra- on like a tractor trailer trying to steal an armored uh, vehicle from a uh, bank. And then, you know, Batwoman and uh, Batman stop him. And then like they build up this story like he's going to be the main villain. Right. Like if you, if you go into this cold not knowing the book, you're, you're thinking that's going to be the villain. That's. That's going to be the end boss or whatever. No one says the word Joker until like the 40 minute mark, 45 minutes. Yeah. So like I could have done what uh, added. There were some funny parts and some good parts. Uh, I, I, I actually dig the fighting in this animated film uh, because I'm just like, it's kick ass. Like if I was younger, I'd be like, yeah, this is awesome. But this is not made for young audience at all. Mm-hmm. Um. Because at one point, Batwoman just starts to have sex with Batman on top of the one of the skyscrapers, and uh, Bat- Batgirl becomes a Batwoman. Yeah. So I I, I found that a little odd, a little bit, because that that's why I messaged you guys in Facebook. I'm like, how old is Barbara Gordon? Because Batman, they ha- say she's they say she's twenty in the movie. Yeah, I'm not saying like Batman's being a pedo or anything, but like. Batman in this has to be what, forty? Maybe going on forty? 
older. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, ah, okay. So this is kind of like weird. It's a grooming her. That's grooming. Grooming. Um, what was I going to go with this? I, another funny part. I actually liked her gay friend who was like talking to her about the yoga instructor and like, like, like she's telling him about like, she kind of likes Bruce, AKA Batman, but he, she can't outright say, yeah, I'm in love with Batman or whatever. I, I want to have sex with Batman because there's some type of frustration or something. And I, I don't know <laughs> that my favorite line in that and like and they think gay people have uh difficult relationships. Whoa, and he like walked away. I, I chuckled at it a little bit. Um What do you think uh, what's your opinions on this uh this movie? It's fine. It's alright. I um Honestly, I expected I expected to like it a lot more than I did, and I'm not saying it's bad. It's just all the stuff at the beginning. I maybe it's because I've read the comic, but I kept wanting it to get to like the meat and potatoes of the story, mm-hmm. and all the stuff with that guy being like, you know, flirty with Batgirl, and he's he's like trying to he kills his uh, uncle or whatever. It's kind of boring. Like it felt like a lame episode of a television show. It didn't feel like a big a movie, which is what this is supposed to be. It's an you know, it's a direct to DVD animated movie, but it's still a movie and it's still an adaptation of like one of the most popular Batman stories from the 80s, if not ever. So, I don't know. I I I kept like wanting something of substance to happen. And then once something of substance happens, like we can discuss the end all on its own because it is what happens in the comic and i've always had an unpopular opinion on the killing joke in general but i don't know if you want to get to that yet no not yet and i know the part you're talking about uh i kind of want to hit some strides on things um (laughs) so like we've always known that batman needs joker and joker needs batman it's the pinnacle of the series and how they portray- I don't know how they portrayed him in the book, but in this animated series, it almost like felt like they were like lovers in a sense. Because like Batman's like, I need you. We need to not not hate each other and like love and talk it out and all that stuff. Like remember in the jail cell where obviously it was a different person because Joker was freed and got out of there. But mm-hmm. I don't know the, the way that that dialogue happened. Like I understand. Like they're they're kind of of the same, just you know, different sides of the coin. Um, and him trying to do that was I don't know, it felt weird to me. What about you? Did did, did you get a weird feeling from that dialogue a little bit? Not really. I mean, it's a little strange, but it's an interesting direction to take that relationship because you know they're mortal enemies, so they've been fighting each other for at that point decades. What the hell else do you do with it? Zion Moore is like, oh, maybe he tries to like be like, oh, we're going to kill each other. We need to stop this. And that's kind of what the rest of the story is built on is, is, you know, where can we go from here? And the Joker goes to like the next fucked up logical step. And it's like, this is you know, at some point something's going to happen. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, it seemed fine to me. Like, are you trying to say, like, it's gay to care about the life of another person or what's going on here? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not going with the like gay. Like, I don't care if he's like, I want to fuck you, Joker. Like, we should just stop and just make love and all that stuff. It's just like 
he got to a point where it's just like he almost wanted to get into like almost how can i put this it's like he's in a really actual relationship with joker where he's like dating him and i guess i don't know the the writing felt weird a little bit to me and uh by the way i love <laughs> i love them going in arkham asylum and like harvey dent is just fucking scratching the door of the jail cell he dropped his coin yeah <laughs> um and uh joker has no name uh on his cell but they like also show backstory of joker I guess uh, Zach mentioned this on a recent episode. I think the the 1989 Batman episode that this was the origin of this Red Hood story for Joker. I guess this is where they came up with all this. Yeah, and it's actually similar uh, comparison of the 1989 and this Killing Joke because somewhat, somewhat. When, yeah, when he's with the mobster people and he puts on the the red helmet thing, uh, Batman's like at the top and he's like fighting him and he like almost like shot for shot of like how he falls off the ledge into the the gas thing or whatever the toxic water or to mm -hmm. the toxic stuff like you see him go in there and then all of a sudden it, sh it goes to the outside shot of like all the gook coming out of the tubes and stuff kind of like just how 1989 was shot as well so i i guess he got inspiration uh tim burton probably from that Possibly. Uh, Killing Joke came out in 88, right before that movie, so. Oh, cool, cool. Um, what'd you think of the Joker backstory? Like, uh, him, you know. <laughs> I really like the touch that he's a failed stand-up comedian. I love that, because he's, like, trying to make people laugh, and they won't. Mm -hmm. So that, that feeds into, like, the the Joker's, his thing, his modus operandi, whatever. Is that he's like a funny guy and he's making people try. He's making jokes. He makes them smile, leaves them with a smile on their face. I like that. That's fun. Um, they're trying to break into a playing card company. Like it's inconsequential, but it's like in a nice little. That's that's kind of the thing that Alan Moore does. Is he wants every piece to fit into another piece? I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I actually dig the uh, the, the storyline a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I made a mental note. I said. If they ever wanted to make live action uh killing joke, by the way, they could have like John Cusack be like free Joker. <laughs> Cause you look like a John Cusack in a fucking cartoon. Um sort of. Yeah, so uh he he was you know, he I thought he looked like a um oh what's that guy's name? Super tall. I don't I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't really keep going. Sorry. <laughs> uh the way Robbins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Uh the way they break the news that his wife died, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. That's uh it's pretty blunt. He go they the cops go into the fucking uh, bar where they're like they're pre planning the their crime, him and the mobster people, because he needs money because he can't make any money as a comedian. Uh and like he brings him outside and the mobster people are getting all worried. And then he comes back, he's like, well, my wife's dead and stuff. <laughs> the cop told me to have one more drink before coming to the hospital. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, oh, I, I forgot this part, too. What do you think of... In the, it's, this is in the beginning again, like, after... Uh, this might be before they have sex. 
But like Batman goes, you haven't seen the abyss. Like you haven't seen what I've seen. Like that's why I don't want you to go chase after him. Does that is that a theme that's supposed to fit with the whole movie? I guess. No idea. It just sounds like broody Batman dialogue, I think. And I think someone wrote that and was like, yeah, this is Batman series shit, man. I don't recall that being in the comic, actually. No, because I, I think when Barbara sees is when she's beating the shit out of the dude, right? Like, that's yeah. that's the abyss of, like, almost killing a man, I guess. I really like that she's doing that, and Batman's just, like, behind her, like, not saying anything. He doesn't <laughs> try to stop her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, I guess we could get into some like the Joker stuff of him getting the carnival, uh, buying that and all that stuff. Yeah. So at this point, like Joker is doing this because he's at his breaking point, right? Like he wants the revenge, I guess. Uh, well, his he he wants to prove that um, any any man can be driven insane just like he is. Which he fails to do. That's kind of the point of the story. So he decides he's going to kidnap Commissioner Gordon and like mentally break him so that he'll go crazy. Yeah. And um, that scene where Barbara opens the door and Joker shoots uh, her in the stomach, I guess. Uh, which you think that was intentional in the stomach? Like if he wanted to kill her, he would kill her, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think he wanted to kill her. Yeah. So and how does how does it portray in the book? Is it portraying that Joker raped her or just took pictures and like made her look like that? Pictures is all that's implied in in the comic. At least from my reading of it. Okay. I guess ish. Cuz uh, there's a part where Jim Gordon goes uh in the tunnel of love or whatever and you just see like pictures of his daughter just like naked and stuff like you don't see tits but you see like side boob kind of stuff and cleavage and like in her underwear and everything and like he comes out of that like all fucked up like he's in shock like because i think he thinks she's dead until batman comes and says no she's alive uh the cops are coming uh what did you think the part where um (laughs) The throw the book part with Jim Gordon and Joker, where they're like throw the yeah, book. that's weird. Like I, I kind of figured it out right away. All the stuff he's saying, like I just, I was like, well, that he's describing Batman, and then they they make it where oh, he thought he was describing Joker, but he's actually describing Batman, and it fell flat for me because I thought Batman first, mm-hmm. so I kind of I kind of messed it up on my own. Um, uh, it seemed kind of interesting, but th- it doesn't go anywhere. It's just that one standalone scene that doesn't really tie into anything. It doesn't even seem like it's helping mentally break him at all. No, he's just kind of being a dick. Yeah, and like they they stripped Jim Gordon down to his underwear or anything. I don't know if they. Sh- I think he's but oh, no, he's, he's completely naked. I think. Yeah, because I I think one of the little minion people were like blocking his ass and and his junk every time they like took a shot of Jim Gordon. Um, I don't know, like, to me, Joker in this film felt flat to me, like, Mark Hamill is Joker in this, like, he's... Yeah, I thought it was interesting, you got Mark Hamill back as Joker, and you got Kevin Conroy back as Batman. 
the animated series people. Yeah, and I don't know. I just it it's fucked up what Joker did, but like it's just a short amount of time. Like, there's not enough Joker in in this movie, in my opinion. There's not, no. The comic comes off the same way. It's, like, really rushed. It's like he breaks out and then immediately kidnaps him, and then Batman turns up and stops him. It's just, like, real fast. Yeah, and, and, you know, they kind of do a little backstory because Batman's like, where's Joker? Like, he goes to the usual spots where all the the gang members and the, the hookers and all that stuff. They're like, well, I don't know. He, I can't find him. I, I know he's here, but he's not here <laughs> and all that. Like they try to show you like Joker has something planned uh, and everybody's scared of him, even the criminals. Because remember that part where he's like, we're scared of you, but we're terrified of him. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I, I actually like that. I like that line because he is a crazy fuck. <laughs> so whatever... Uh, you know, they built up to the part where, like, you know, he's gonna do this heinous crime, I guess. Um, do you have anything you want to bring up? Um, just like the comic itself, the original story. I mean, it's written by Alan Moore, and he's like one of the best writers in comic history. You know, Swamp Thing and this, and freaking Watchmen, and all kinds of other really good stuff that isn't coming to mind immediately for me, but should. And so a lot of people really like the story. And of course it rewrites like there's no more Batgirl after this. She becomes Oracle instead because she's paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And I guess after this, it had a bunch of other ramifications for the Batman story. I haven't read like all the eighties Batman stories or anything. I, the only Batman stories I've read are like, these are the best of the best. I've read long Halloween and year one and, and this and stuff like that. So, this is supposed to be one of the best Batman stories, so I blind bought the the trade because it's like seven dollars because it's so stick it short. Mm. And I've never liked it much. I I don't know if I feel like a lot of it's just mature for mature's sake. Like a lot of it's like, oh, what can we get away with in a Batman story in nineteen eighty eight? And I don't know. I I don't want to. I don't want to be like, oh, think of the children. They went too far. It's not that. It's just. I feel like a a Batman and Joker story written by Alan Moore could have a little bit more finesse to it. Yeah. Like I, I know Christopher Nolan's a director, right? And he, he, he did some of the writing in the, the, the trilogy that he did, but that Joker buildup from that movie was way better. I mean, not like origin story. I'm just talking like in general of a Joker story of like it being still mature, but not enough to be like, you know, I'm going to show naked pictures of like Barbara Gordon and all that stuff. Like it was still edgy, but Alan Moore was trying to be edgier and it just didn't come off right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I guess this is where it builds up to the end, right? Because I didn't, I didn't give a shit about the fight between Batman and Joker when <laughs> they met to the car- carnival because I'm like... One, because he does bring up the point like one of us has to die, kind of thing. And he says that in the jail cell. I'm like, oh, maybe that's what it's leading to here. Uh, of course, so, Joker never heard that because he wasn't in the cell. Yeah. So, you know, he's punching the shit out of Joker and they like fly out of the window and they're like on the side. And, you know, Batman does the thing again where he's like, 
we don't need to do this. Can we just, you know, I don't know, talk it out and get, you know, one of us is going to get killed if we keep on doing this. Maybe I can rehabilitate, rehabilitate you. Um, and Joker just straight up says no and then tells him a joke. Do you remember the joke? Because I don't remember the joke at all. <laughs> I remember the joke. I actually really like the joke. I think it is actually genuinely funny. There's two guys. He, can he says this situation reminds me of a joke. And if you think about the situation and the joke, it actually it makes sense that it would remind him of that. There's two guys in a loon to take asylum and they decide they don't want to be there anymore. So they're going to break out. They go to the roof and there's just like a jump across the roof to the other rooftops. Of course, the Joker tells it much more poetically than I can. But all they got to do is jump across the roof to freedom. So one guy jumps immediately, but the other guy doesn't do it because he's scared of heights. So the first guy says, oh, it's OK. I've got a flashlight. I'll shine it across the gap and you can walk across the beam to safety. And the other guy says, what do you think? I am crazy. You'll just turn it off when I'm halfway across. And then they both laugh. And it, it's funny because the joke is funny and then it hits again. It's got two hits at the end because it's it's absurd it is kind of like the first sub hit because, oh, you can walk across the beam. These are two crazy people. Remember, they're breaking out of the lunatic asylum. So you can walk across the beam. And the guy says, what do you think I am? Crazy. That's the first joke you're already it's already a funny joke because he says what do you think i am crazy because they're breaking out of a lunatic asylum then he says you'll just turn the beam off when i'm halfway across and it, it's even funnier because now it has like subverted the first laugh I, i'm not a comedy professor but that's why i really like it because it, it 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 gives you two hits real real quick like that it's a funny mm -hmm. joke yeah, so he finishes the joke and like it's like dead silent for like maybe like two seconds, maybe three, and then Bruce goes huh, and just start. They just start burst out laughing, uh, and you see Joker just standing with his arms to the side, and then you see Batman like put his hands on the shoulder, but you don't see it near the neck. So, my question to you, Andy. Because there's been, I actually look it up on the internet. Uh, I think, I don't think he dies. I, no. I, no, I, I used to, I used to have that interpretation too. It's like, well, does he kill him at the end of this? I don't think so. I, there's no. I, I think people were looking for it because they want, they want what he said to be true. But Batman has no reason to kill him. Like what he did was crazy and everything, but. You've mm -hmm. got him. And in the comic, it's worth mentioning, like, uh, I, I do really like in the movie, they're laughing and the laughing is faded out and it's just the sound of rain over the credits. It's a nice touch. It's pretty cool. In the comic, their laughing gets drowned out by the sound of police sirens pulling up behind them. So they're like turning up to arrest the Joker to take him back to Arkham. Yeah. So, so I, 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 I get why people get that interpretation out of it, but I don't think so. I mean, I think it's interesting if if because it does lead up to that because he's like one of us has or you know is gonna get well. Let me rephrase that. He says one of us is gonna get killed. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, this, uh, is, this is a life I'm thinking. I'm talking about maybe mine, maybe yours. And a lot of people de like determine that because he told that joke about like you know insane asylum asylum that Batman somehow broke after that joke, and I'm like. No, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, there's a point where he's getting tired and he can't fight the Joker a lot. That's why he kind of pleaded with him to, you know, I could re rehabilitate you and all that. But I don't I, I just don't see Batman killing him and snapping his neck because one, 
that's good. Because remember what Jim Gordon said before he went to go chase the Joker? By the book. I want to do yeah. it by the book. And if Batman kills him, he's not doing it by the book. That means he's he's not going to be Jim Gordon's friend, friend anymore, in my opinion. So he, he loses that relationship. If he, if he kills Joker because he feels that one of us has to die... He's also losing another person as well, and also Barbara Gordon as well, because he's going to become what Joker is, uh, you know, crazy criminal who kills people. <laughs> so um, I guess we both have the same interpretation that he he didn't kill himself. Nah, of course not. No. Yeah. So. Oh, I, w I wanted to bring up the fact that I love how they tell that Barbara Gordon is paralyzed. He just takes a needle to the feet and and it just does one shot to his face like, "Yep. She she'll never she'll never walk again." <laughs> I I guess that's a medical test. Yeah. I I yeah. No, it's just the, the way he said it and everything. He 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 did the thing and then all of a sudden they're all silent and just a close up. "Yep, she's never walking again." Bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh so I guess I'll bring it up unless you have any final words you want to say about this. No, nah, not really. I mean, we always say, you know, do you recommend this? Uh, not, not really. Like I, like I said, though, I never really liked the comic too awful much either. So I, I don't know if I'm the right person to even, excuse me, talk to about it. <laughs> if you, if you really like all the DC animated movies, this is probably one of the better ones. I haven't seen a lot of them. So it's worth watching just because Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy are the voices in it. That's fantastic. But otherwise, I don't I don't really recommend it. Just watch Mask of the Phantasm again or something. Yeah. Um I'm I'm actually not gonna recommend this. Um yeah, trust me, I love Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy and whoever played Barbara Gordon. I think it was like Tara or something. Um Tara Strong is that her name? Yeah, yeah. She does yeah. a lot, she does a lot. She of, does a ton of voice work. Yeah, yeah. Like they do an awesome job. I ju I just think it was directed wrong and they fluffed it too much. Uh, yeah, they they had to like like Alan Moore had a pretty tight story, which you know, like I said, I don't like, but it's well written and it has a lot of like clearly strong thematic elements throughout. But they had to like invent a bunch of stuff out of that. And that messed up the pacing here and there. And like the whole beginning is just so boring in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, like they try to do the shock factor of like Batwoman, a uh, Batgirl, and Batman having sex and all that stuff. I just kept thinking about, in, uh, and we talked about this in the Facebook chat a little bit. Like I kind of knew that it was going that direction because of some throwaway lines in Batman Beyond. Because he's, cause I can't remember what it is, but. Terry's talking to Bruce and it's like they you were partners and he was he says something like more than partners and Terry's like oh oh well, he realizes <laughs> what he meant I, I can't I think it's in the the return of Joker movie or something I can't remember it's I been actually, a while since I saw that stuff I actually want to buy the Batman Beyond Blu-ray set so Me that too. I love that show love 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 yeah um yeah I I don't recommend it I actually think just if you it's gonna sound fucked up, but if you could somehow find the story of Killing Joke online, catch my drift, 
Just just read that portion, and what you're looking for is pretty much the ending. The ending is where the talk comes into. Well, I mean, the 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 comic itself is the ending of the movie. Like, don't bother with the movie. Read the comic. It's available on its own for like seven or less dollars, and it's also in a bunch of like best Batman story compilations. So it's all over the place. Yeah. All right. Um. Next week zach will be back and we'll be watching batman forever um the jim carrey tommy lee jones one joel schumacher directing uh val kilmer as batman aka bruce wayne is there any other villain in that movie that no know? they do three villains in batman and robin but i think they keep uh, it at two in forever i i think that film is where i kind of like kind of liked it a little bit but i was like what the fuck is going on here that's what everyone thinks, but I'm going to hype everyone up for next week. Zach is incredibly passionate about how shitty Forever is. <laughs> so by all means, don't miss our next episode. Like that, If you listen to one Batman episode, make it the Batman Forever one. Yes. All right. But uh, I don't have that much news to talk about. Uh, I, I did remember news. So apparently Kotaku... Somebody either tweeted or like did an article that fucking Halo Infinite was being delayed, uh, and then they found out the source was like a troll. So the troll uh, <laughs> made Kotaku say that Halo Infinite's being delayed, and then three four three is like, no, <laughs> it's not getting delayed. So they made they and this was before April Fools. I know April Fools they like to have their little fun on Kotaku. Uh, yeah, of course. So, like, people were thinking that, but no, it was a straight-up fuck-up uh, that happened. Um, there was other news that kind of done to talk about. We were talking about the Game Grumps stuff be before the show. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. There's nothing else, really, besides Mario dying. Mario's and... dead now. Rest in peace. Yeah, Luigi's going to take the helm now. Fuck him. I want Wario. <laughs> Wario's 30th anniversary is uh, this year, I think, actually. Oh, Nintendo, I... Nintendo, we need to do Wario Land. Hello. I actually want to talk about this, kind of. So, do you remember the um, the game about Fallujah and stuff? The something nights at Fallujah? Six, six days in Fallujah, yeah. Yeah, so... They're actually going to be releasing that game. They're doing a campaign um to like hype it up and stuff and yeah oh, i i heard they briefly talked about this on the dick show i heard about it there yeah so apparently a lot of left leaning and also uh a lot of arab uh content creators are trying to get the game stopped because it's about uh you know killing children and women and stuff and I'm like, my understanding is it's portrayed in a horrific light, though, right? It, it's it's it, the way they made the game and the stories, by the way, if you go on their website, uh, which I will link you, by the way, they the soldiers tell the story of like how they're afraid, like, you know, they're in this unknown situation. They don't want to kill children, um, but they're picking up like AKs and stuff like they have to stay alive. Um it, I don't think the game's gonna sh make you shoot children, 
But like, I hope not. Yeah, um, it would be tasteless, honestly. Yeah, like I understand. I understand the necessity to have a powerful anti-war message, but at some point we get it. Like it's kind of tasteless to go too far like that. Yeah, but it, it's also like these soldiers went through hell. Like they were facing bad people uh, that wanted to kill them, like adults and stuff, and they never got to tell their stories because one, it got stopped. The first time, because that was like literally like right after uh, the uh, the Fallujah operation happened. So that was tasteless. Um, we'll see. So what? Fast forward, what, 10 years later? And now they're stopping it just because of the sake of stopping it. And yeah, I, I just don't understand. I really hate the idea that that's that's what it's come to. They're trying to prevent things from coming out at all. Like, if you think something, if you think, if what they were doing is actually heinous, like if they were actually trying to tell a story that was really bad, something that was racist or insensitive, then I would hope that people would have the sense to just not buy it. It would probably just die on the vine. It would hit the Steam store and no one would, it would just drop right out of new because it's probably, you know, a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Barbara Streisand effect. They're just blowing it up, and now we, now here we are talking about it. I, I have no idea what the gameplay is like. For all I know, it's a fucking puzzle game. But here we are discussing it, and I, I was listening to a podcast today. They were also discussing it, so now it's everywhere. Great job. Yeah, because it, it, it's like, now I could see if, like, they were just like, hey, you want to play Six Days in Fallujah? Make sure you buy Col uh Mountain Dew or Coca-Cola and get a code where you, you're you killing... Like, if they were doing that, like, I'd be like, yeah, this is kind of weird. Um, but... I mean, I always... When, when these conversations come up, I always think about No Russian, the, the level from Call of Duty, mm -hmm. where you're an undercover operative who's in with a terrorist group, and then they shoot up uh, a Russian airport. And it's... It made a lot of... It, made, it printed a lot of ink. I mean... It it got it got out there, and honestly, like at the time, I was like, "Oh, this is fine." In hindsight, I could see why that pushed the envelope a little bit. I think it's mostly harmless, mm -hmm. but I, I I thought it was nice that they're like, "Look, this mission's pretty extreme. If you want to skip it, now's your chance," and, and they let you skip it. Yeah, and and that's where like going to that scene, you know, them putting that option there. Like, <laughs> do you want to do this violent act? yes or no yeah and obviously like i i i hit yes because i was intrigued to see like what's gonna happen uh but like if you're like no i don't want to do this i don't want to shoot you know innocent civilians then you're doing the right thing by pressing no so it kind of messes with your moral compass a little bit mm. by hitting yes or no and um I don't know. I, I, I don't think you should cancel things at all. Um, no. one, of the, uh, one of the other reasons they were trying to cite for canceling this game was they believed that it was going to breed another um, generation of, of school shooters, of, of people who are programmed to kill. Oh, is it goddamn 1998 again? Like, we've, we've been having this conversation since Columbine, which is another horrible, awful tragedy, but I feel like there's been so many studies that conclusively said that no video games don't make you a cold blooded killer. They don't take away your ability to feel the value of life clearly. So, but we're still having that conversation. It's fucking 2021. We're, we're still talking about it. Why are they 
saying for that game that has no gameplay yet, by the way. Um, because because they're they're grasping at straws. I I don't I don't think that they they have any they don't have a leg to stand on to say that. I think they're just trying to say things that will grab the attention of more powerful press that will help them in their crusade to get it canceled. I guess. Yeah, but using your uh, using their thing uh, of you know this is going to make school shooters. Then why aren't they? those people going after gta again or even doom because remember columbine was uh doom yeah yeah, absolutely yeah and like it's it's so annoying hearing them do that just for the sake of because it's fallujah because it's uh uh, middle east i guess uh because it's race induced i guess because you know people in the middle east are arabic or you know um middle eastern <laughs> so it's like i i don't know it, it's dumb just don't cancel things like if it was heinous to where it's like postal and they're pissing on fucking people uh <laughs> i'd be like yeah this is don't don't do that that's weird yeah, uh, i mean there's there's i'm sure that there are plenty of other like garbage games that are on on steam from small studios that are totally trying to be like try hardy extreme you know garbage like that go after them they they want to go after the big people i guess um but yeah that, that's another thing that happened um trying to think what else to talk about oh uh outriders uh is kind of like a destiny game by the way okay. it came out in game pass today and it's doing pretty well it's made by square enix i think outriders um so i i recommend that but did you play it or do you recommend it based on reviews i'm I'm on reviews on what i've seen all right you're grasping now you're grasping for news yeah i'm I'm grasping (laughs) i just i i wanted to fill some uh a lot of people are liking it a lot of people that i usually watch are uh are liking it uh so I think we'll end it here, guys. Remember, next week, Batman Forever on Tuesday. Um, come back, watch it. Uh, watch it, then come back, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, but until next time, make sure you go on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and type in Big Trouble Little Podcast and see all our episodes. So uh, see you guys later. Thanks for listening. <laughs>